Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. to the Luke and Pete Show. It is Monday, the 27th of June, the witching hour. I don't know why I said that. It's Pete Donaldson and Luke Moore. And I tell you what, Luke Moore is on top of the tree, on top of the world. He has finally finished his fucking bathroom, or rather the men, the big men, the Bulgarian men, have finished his bathroom. Yeah. And he's very pleased. The bigger about boy, it. the last bigger boy went home earlier today. Yeah, actually, you might want to like. We'll go into the details on your fantastic new bathroom with the the gold uh, heated towel rail, the radiator, the uh, the light up um, mirror with D Mister. Um, you have got some beautiful tiles on the floor, uh, lovely toilet with some. Is that is that cedar? I don't know. I don't know what cedar is to be honest. And it's got a nice. Bog seat, and um, it's got a real. Why do you already know more about it than me? I've remembered that. I, I, yeah. I think I've got a good memory for five seconds, and then it, it deserts me. Um, I yeah, would so, say yeah. that, um, uh, Mr. Sleuth, if you check out um, that video you sent me, there's always mm. there's already a couple of dirty finger marks behind the uh, behind the heated towel rail. You need to get you need to tell no, that. That's, bo- because, that's because bald. I took the video. I took the video as soon as the guy left. And what actually needs to happen is it needs to all be cleaned out because. Uh, Ah, it's okay. just covered in dust and all that. Right, okay. This is not properly been cleaned post-installation yet, so I'm not I'm not that worried about that. But do they, have, do they been... have someone coming in? Do they have someone coming in to sort of finish it off so it makes you feel all good about stuff? Uh, they did have someone, but the the the, the timings were a bit... Uh, basically, it's been very, very long as a process because they kept finding stuff from the old bathroom that was a bit fucked up, and so the whole thing just took ages. Right. So, And we're going away... Uh, for a few days so he had right. to finish it up and so anyway the timing's just been messed up but oh, it will ultimately be cleaned down I mean, maybe I'll probably do it ourselves but beautiful well look it's been, it's been a long time coming I'm telling you it's, uh, it's a lovely bit of work you can finally hose yourself down who was the first person to use the, uh, the, the facilities and which facilities my wife my wife because she um, 
Mimi because she, she project managed the whole thing, so it's right, really fair okay. that she christened the shower. Um, <laughs> you got a lovely little shelf for uh, soaps and beers. I, I think, know. I think that one would um, the little hole in the wall would um, fit a what, whatever is it a stubby that you call it. You're getting very het up about stubbies and schooners and stuff last week on the ramble. Well, a stubby is a small bottle Bloody of beer. Bloody week. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna what? We're gonna pollinate this show with it as well. <laughs> I'm just filling the questions. All right. You know, when you're a a voice of a generation like me, you have to to kind of rise to the challenge, mate. (laughs) Um, Listen, we're recording from home today because of this bathroom situation. I literally haven't been able to leave the house because I haven't haven't known when I'm going to have to be around to sign the form to say the bathroom's finished. Okay, right. It it finally happened today. So for those people listening, that's why I'm recording from home. We're doing this Imagine if you could do Um, it like, imagine if you did the signing of it remotely. Like he filmed uh, around the bathroom and you gave it the thumbs up or the thumbs down. And you did it through DocuSign, and then you got home and you realised it was all CGI, and he'd done nothing. <laughs> Guy, it? it's just a big, it's just a big, big green screen on the big wall. Green screen, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what I wanted to say, Peter, was that um, in the in these headphones, I can't hear myself. So if my cat okay. starts meowing and scratching at the door, can you just let me know? All right, okay. And I'll, let, I'll let him in because he's, he's, both of them have been very perturbed over the bathroom thing. Did a poo in the bathroom <laughs> the other night when. Um, we were sat in the living room and the and the and the builder had gone home for the day. Yeah. And we heard those meowing. Yeah. And one of our cats was just sat at the threshold of the door, facing into the bathroom, just meowing and meowing and meowing, as if to say, <laughs> What have you done in here? What have you done what, in what here? What is happening here? Because <laughs> this ain't like I remember it. Like you've trashed it. Like you've trashed the place. Yeah. Like you've it's absolutely about it. Well you're not gonna see your deposit back. You're not gonna no, see I, your fucking deposit. We talked about we've talked about um the dynamic of having bigger boys in the house. Well, I've yeah. had like two or three bigger boys in the house the last few weeks. Yeah. And um, it's very difficult to know whether you're asking a, a stupid question or not. Right, okay, that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, oh, would you reckon you'd be able to do this or do that? And then I, I, I think um, there's a reason that, because the, Bulgar- the builders who did ours were Bulgarian, mm. there's a reason they've got a few stock phrases to to British people. Yeah. Um, the one he kept using with me was... Just chill um, out, daddy yeah, no. Yeah, two. One was, of course. Yes. Uh, and the other one was, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I had a very limited range of options. Yeah. That's He's not like, possible. I'm definitely do it, and that's obvious, or we'd, that is even possible to be done. Do, uh, I mean, I'm thinking to get the response, um, that's not possible. You oh, have, have you turned, been on a spaceship? You've turned up with your, your pants around your ankles, nipping the end <laughs> of your penis, and you're about to spray <laughs> piss everywhere, um, and you just really need to wee, and he's taking the toilet out, and you're like, oh, no. Maybe he's like, maybe he's like, maybe he's like, can I just, um, can I just move the, this, um, surface like up a couple of mil because I don't want it to hit this and I want the door to yeah, be in there yeah. can we swap this around and I'm just walking in going have I got enough room to helicopter in here <laughs> because that's have part you... of my morning routine so I think we spoke about this before but like when they remove the toilet and you've got no access to uh, the piss the piss the the fur facility the facilities yeah facilities the facilities uh, when you're done, the, yeah nice uh, uh, what are my tools and then the uh, you are you the day that, that, that you you knew you would have limited access to a toilet um, was a situation where, and I may have asked this question before. Did you drink loads of water from your Nalgene, or did you kind of cut back on that on that day? It was on to my prepare mind. Yourself? Was it on your mind? Were you yeah, looking at the because... Nalgene, your best friend, has become your mortal enemy? <laughs> there it is. He's always there. <laughs> He's always um, there. P- Peter, the, this, the, luckily, 
if you're not having the toilet move to a different position, right. which we weren't, it remains. You only have to be without the toilet for like an afternoon. It remains. Yeah. So it wasn't Still too bad. Still though, Nalgene. But it was on my mind. Yeah. Our downstairs neighbours were so nice to us. They let us use the bathroom whenever they we wanted, and they gave us a key and everything. Oh, lovely. Um, but the thing is, there is etiquette involved. Do you know what I mean? It's you can't just be doing right. absolute. Log, log bloggers, log, log bloggers nah, in there. I had to. I would. I would be waiting for them to say to text, and I were out all day. And yeah. Go, right. Okay. I can actually use the. Toilet. I can actually do the blocking of the Suez Canal. I can. I can. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? The Evergrande. The Evergrande. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, and, yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, I was in the office for the early part of it because I knew that it wasn't going to be finished anytime soon, and we mm. went to. Um, I went to Porto, didn't I, for a weekend yes. to go to that festival? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was okay. And then, and then the weekend just gone. It's been Glastonbury, right? It has, yeah, yeah. It, uh, for once, not even for once. It, it, it's annoying because I think Glastonbury looks like speaking a hot- of gigantic toilets. <laughs> Roy's at Glastonbury. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he is. Producer Roy's at Glastonbury, exactly. Producer Roy's at Glastonbury, and he is gigantic. Um, if, 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 if I was to present myself at someone's front door saying, sorry, I really need a poo, can I do a poo? And if Raw represented himself, stinking a Guinness, that he really wanted a poo, I think uh, people would, have, would be well within the rights to sort of go, Rory, I think you might block my toilet because you are gargantuan and you probably do massive poos. Pete probably just does little rabbit pellets. And no, I think they'd that's be right. I think that's, I think that's I, don't think, I don't think there's any scientific basis for the idea that the larger the human being, the larger the turd, is I think I think Rory has uh, a very small hole. <laughs> just, <laughs> and it's like a fish and it goes on for ages. His, his, Hi Rory. His, you, his little, he's not editing this week. Who cares? No, he's not. No, he's never going to hear this. Here's a little. Um, here's a little challenge for you, then, Peter. Yeah. You are. Let me do a scenario, and I yeah. want to hear tactics here because that's that's an interesting topic of discussion. Mm. And they always come up. Don't plan them, and then one always, always comes come up. out. Um, hang on a second. I've just dropped a massive crumb from a pastry I was eating earlier onto the floor. Give me a sec. Oh, like a? Do you mean like a flake rather than a crumb? Yeah, it's a cinnamon well from Gail's Bakery. Is the cat going to see that off? Um, if, he if would you don't do, pick he it up. There, yeah, but he's right. out and about. Um, uh, anyway, so here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. So you're walking. Let's just say you are in some kind of um, rural kind of village. Yeah. And you're in the middle of a walk, and you've got another couple of hours to go, and yeah. you're on your own. You you need to take a shit badly, right? I mean, and this this is a story. Is, this is a story that that. That could happen in your life, but it could never happen in mine because I never go for picturesque country walks. Imagine. And you um, never go for turds either. Last bus. Last bus home is gone, and um, on the way home. No, from because I'm sitting the scene very deliberately. Okay, I'm sitting right. very deliberately in this in this scenario because I don't want it to be an inner city environment because okay. I think that's different. Okay. So what I'm talking about is you're going. The juxtaposition. It's very clever. This. You, you it's bear very in mind. Clever, it's, it's very clever. Very clever. The comedy in this, Pete. Just so you yeah. know, so everyone listen. The comedy in this is in the juxtaposition between you, a, an extraordinary gentleman in a number of ways, but not someone who's necessarily at home in a tiny ornate village. Let's say one, that's one village of the year in the beautiful um, county. Let's call it Sanford, Gloucestershire, like in Hot Fudge, okay, right? right. You're, you're there. It's, it's, an, it's, it's just about getting dark. So there's a sinister air in the... sinister kind of feel in the air. You need to get into someone's house to Plop. take a turd. Mm. You knock on the door. A lovely old lady answers. Mm. Not old, old, but, like, old enough. What's your tactic for her to, to, to acquiesce to your, let's face it, quite demanding request? What's your tactic? 
I'm shitting in the bushes outside. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not. I'm just not doing it. I'm shitting in the bushes. I, 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 I would you would do, do it. I would do anything not to bother someone. And at that moment, someone will swing swing their big four by four around the corner, and they'll see me squatting with my testicles dangling down, uh, dropping, dropping, dropping the old, uh, dropping the old uh, kids off at the at the at the bucolic scene, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> if that's the case, surely you just do it in a field next to all the sheep shit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I'd, I'd wipe my bum with a with a um, with a dock leaf, and then I'd be on my way. So I'd, I would never, I would never bother anyone. I wouldn't bother someone if I was on fire. That's how idiotic I am. I think you'd, I mean, you'd attract a lot of attention if you were on fire. That's true, you? actually. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't want uh, you in your house. Uh, uh, Dave, there's a there's a man at the door. He's on fire. All right, uh, he's on fire. I think I think it's the man off that Rage Against the Machine cover. Oh, the Buddhist monk. The Buddhist monk. I yeah. used to remember. I used to know his name. I can't remember it now. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would say I've got some kind of medical ailment. And I need your help. That's what I would say. Oh, what? From the if you need a poo, like I say, I've got IBS or something. Oh, that's not a bad shout, actually. Yeah, but then that suggests you're going to make like a, a right old stare, innit? It's true, actually. Yeah, and I do think when I said earlier when you're talking about the size of the human being related to the size of the of the um, the deposit, yeah, uh, and I said that was prejudice. I do think it's definitely a factor. Like, if a massive guy. With a big old beer belly on him, sweating, turned up. You'd be thinking, "Oh, that's not going to be great, is it?" <laughs> it's gonna. That's gonna. That's gonna cling to the walls, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I think if you I think listeners are enjoying this, by the way. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> genuinely. Gonna, I've, done, I've done that thing. I sometimes do on this show, but I've completely forgotten anyone even listening. <laughs> oh, look him out! All right, and what's been happening apart from uh, uh, producer Rory's anus uh, and uh, going for a poo <laughs> in Portsmouth Village? Even to defend himself. I know. Well, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Is it, even. It, He's refused to come on the show, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, uh, we've had we've had a lovely yield of cherries on the ch- in the tree in the garden. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, which we're very fortunate to have. I mean, it's literally luck of the draw. We picked a cherry tree out of the garden centre nursery a while you know, years ago, and um, it's it's turned into one of those cherries that not that, sorry one of those trees that not only um, fruits amazing cherries, but um, they're also really sweet, which is very, very mm. rare. Apparently, I think it's like a small percentage of them that do it. Hey, I, um, uh, I cook my, I cooked, um, I've used two of the lemons off the uh, lemon tree uh, in my cooking. In my, um, I'm stunned about that. I'm, I'm about still that. reeling about. That. I mean, they're not amazing lemons. You don't go, oh my god, these are the best lemons ever. But there's something lovely about sort of going, I'll have that. Not, not for you, sluggies. That's for me. I'm gonna yeah, have this. Nice. Actually, you use the zest wash. as well. You, you really sort of taking the most, making the most of the fruit. No, I sort of chewed on the rind for a bit. See, I don't mean actually eat it. I mean like use it. Yeah, in I chewed, yeah, I just chewed. I, I, there's no reason for me to have rind in anything. <laughs> I'm the, not the, cooking the best, anything. Um, fair enough. The best um, lemon tree experience was when we were in Menorca, you and I, with some other guys doing a show or something. Mm. And um, in the place we stayed, there was a lemon tree in the garden, and ah. you could smell the lemons off the tree. Man, yeah. I think I was actually saying this last week. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, so the, the, the annoying thing about the cherry tree is the aforementioned cat was meowing into the bathroom void, like the character he is. Um, I was I was looking out the kitchen window uh, the day before yesterday, and uh, we we're on the first floor, so you can yeah. see down to the garden. And the cherry tree's at the back of the garden, and there's about four magpies on the cherry tree, just pecking at the cherries, taking them all. And, the, and Magnus the cat is just lying down under the tree, just looking at them. <laughs> like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> Get protect, involved. Protect my cherries, for crying out loud. He's just enjoying the shade. They're popping. That's not what it's for. Yeah. There's, at one point in my life, I would have loved that a load of birds pop on my cherry, but it's just not happening. It's not happening now. 
I'm 42. I'm with their beaks. <laughs> and uh, pooping out the seeds for g- to grow somewhere else, um, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's animals, not, that's man. Not, that's not, that's not, well, that's not the, thing, the worst thing an animal's done this week. Um, right. I found this. Well, I think it was um, you who found this story uh, for that elephant. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In in, in Odisha, Odisha, India. Yeah, yeah. That um, apparently, according to reports, uh, this is a fucking dark story, by the way. It's funny, um, though, isn't it? It's a good story. It's, is it, it funny? It, I mean, it involves a, it involves a seventy-year-old woman being trampled to death. Is it has everything story? for me. Well, yeah, mm, okay. yeah. Okay, the trampling was the worst bit, but after that, I think all bets are off. To be honest, he's he's done the crime. You may as well compound it with some horseplay. Yeah, I think generally if you get trampled to death, that's probably the worst thing to happen to you that day, regardless yeah. of the day. Yeah, I'm anyway, going, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm against that. I'm against that happening to me. <laughs> I'm annoyed that the elephant in question didn't have a name, but anyway, it didn't. Right. Um, an animal, uh, sorry, an elephant that escaped from an animal sanctuary trampled a 70-year-old woman to death who was collecting water at a well, right? That's terrible. That's terrible. That's not ideal. She died from her injuries. That's awful. Her family then organised an outdoor funeral, Mm. and then the same elephant showed up and trampled all over again as she was was already dead. And threw the corpse in the air and ran away. Like, I mean, what a performance from that elephant. I'm suspecting Beedle. (laughs) I'm suspecting... It's a fake corpse. I want to know what that woman did to that elephant because good god like she can never rest this fucking elephant's yeah. rocking up throwing it juggling it around like the fucking chipperfield circus <laughs> like it's uh, what a <laughs> what a sight they never forget they never forget good god um, what do you by the way um it's a crazy crazy story crazy scene and anyone who has subsequently since that happened had a relative or friend die at the hands of an elephant will now be very nervous until you watch, the... Uh, you're watching the fire exits, the service yeah. is complete. You're watching yeah. the fire exits. It's kind of, but it's just kind of like the family was able to continue the ceremony and the elephant In did not return. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that that ceremony's gone, to be honest. get d- Draw a line under that day, hide the fucking corpse, uh, and then just do it the next day. Yeah. I did, love the idea of, yeah. of the father-in-law going, we can still rescue this, but we, you can't. <laughs> The elephant has just tossed the dead body into the air and it's trumpeting at the yeah. top of its voice. It's doing, oh, hang on a minute. And now it's doing that cute thing it does where it's dousing itself with water using its trunk. <laughs> has it gone to... Um, have I got... Did I get, am I getting Dumbo and Pinocchio confused? What's the Disney film where the... Uh, where the the naughty boys go to like a lost boys. I know Hook and you know Peter Pan. That's that Peter Pan. It might actually be Peter Pan as well. Where the one where they go naughty and they go smoke cigars. Is that Pinocchio? That's Pinocchio. Yeah, that's right. Pinocchio, yeah. It's not Peter Pan. Don't Peter Pan do that? Like with the lost boys? Doesn't he have a have a tab on there? I'm uh, oh, maybe not. The one the one the specific thing you're talking about. Well, what about Dumbo? Think... Does Dumbo get pissed? Does Dumbo get pissed at one point? I think Dumbo might get pissed. Yeah, he, he, he does. He has, he has a real psychedelic one on. Right. But, um, that's actually that's actually been a lot of the not a lot, but some of the Dumbo stuff has been changed because it's so overtly racist. Yeah. So you've got you've actually got a character in the original Dumbo called Jim Crow, which needless to say Wowzers. is hugely problematic. Loaded. Um so a lot of the scenes have changed have changed, but in in a part of Dumbo he has some kind of liquid doesn't he and he goes it goes all psychedelic for a yeah. bit it's actually quite frightening but the <laughs> pinocchio scene you're talking about is when doesn't he get um it's a fox isn't it a con artist fox yes uh, that, that takes him away and and, and convinces him to join this circus or something mm. and then they they start smoking cigars and they do don't they get drunk as well yeah i and think then, so um, yeah 
I think I think what happens is Jiminy Cricket is is always mouth enough. Jiminy Cricket, he's he's got the arsehole about it. <laughs> and then isn't it some kind of curse? It doesn't turn. Do they all turn into donkeys or something? Right. They start growing ears and like big noses yes. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But that's not dumb- right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just cause- so. so- there's a really interesting kind of... Um, I don't know about Pinocchio. It's not something I know as well, but there's a really interesting... And I say interesting, I mean horrifically offensive trope in a lot of early Disney movies, which are basically just not even racist for the time. As in, you can kind of say, oh, yeah, that's what it was like yeah. at the time. They're actually quite overtly racist, and I'm thinking of Fantasia as one of them. They change a lot of scenes in that because there are, like, scenes of... Um, black animals uh, in servitude to white animals. Right. Uh, they had to completely ban Song of the South, which is tremendously problematic. Anyone who's interested in the kind of history of that should listen to a podcast series called You Must Remember This. And there's a whole season about Song of the South. And I've got a book about it here called uh, Disney's Most Notorious Film, um, just about how how awful it, it is. Mm. Um, there's there's like there's like the Dumbo's another one. There's like there's loads of kind of issues around it. But to be honest, and there's also real issues around the portrayal of female characters and young women in it, and that's only started to be slightly rectified now. And even now, people have still got an issue with it. Mm. And 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 it's just weird that the whole, you know, they've built an entire multi-billion, multi-multi-multi-billion uh, dollar industry around um, a, a, a set of um, films and, and experiences that that for the longest time were like ridiculously. Anti-Semitic, yeah. racist. But, but, but it only is, only just started to to kind of like uh, draw not not draw a line, but like so, well, they've not they're still not admitted anything, have they? They're still not they just quietly kind of go well, you know, we'll we'll hide that away. Well, I think they've what, they, what, they done, what they've done is been a reckoning, have they? No, but they've adopted. It's kind of what's happening is as more younger people come through and then the generational change of what is quite quite an old company. Yeah, the sensibilities kind of change. Yeah. I don't think it's been like a reckoning, no. But I, I do think that. Um, there's a case to answer as well, not just with Disney, but generally with with what's happening now in terms of female representation in movies, where you this is kind of thing called a strong female character trope, where people are ostensibly like celebrating the idea that these really powerful women are are involved in these movies and stuff, or that the parts are written for them, but actually all they are is just female versions of male characteristics, right? <clears throat> so the yeah. idea that like traditional female values are celebrated is actually quite quite wide of the mark. And I'd also mm. say, without getting too earnest. Well, I did a bit of research into all this stuff for, for something else I was doing, and the thing that shocked me was the willingness of British as well as American audiences to accept something like Gone with the Wind as a classic movie that is still played all the time now. And and that, if you watch that with any kind of basic knowledge about the time, uh, it's hugely, hugely mm. problematic. I mean, yeah. it's, it's generally, it, honestly, it's genuinely very, very offensive. And I would argue, I mean, on Amazon Prime now we've gone with the wind. When you watch it, it's a disclaimer at the start. Mm. But I know that some people feel like it probably shouldn't even be in circulation anymore. It's, it, but it's kind of like uh, if you watch any anything and adjusted for adjusted for inflation, Pete, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Huge, even now. Yeah, there, I, I just think with um, it, if you watch like if you sort of need a, a yes, how how far everything's uh, come, especially like you look at how. Some of the biggest like comedy films and the turn of the millennium were like your American Pies and and stuff like that, and it yeah. kind of like whole you know your, your jackasses and your your, your you know your, uh, I call Oscar, it. you I you want you want jackass to win all the Oscars though, right <laughs> I do yeah well, but I mean yeah. it's nothing vicious just bum, bums and and poos and willies and stuff so yeah and um, silly sauce enemas. <laughs> 
exactly. And um, and you watch any of that, you see any of that stuff. You see, like, even when we were watching, like, Playing for Keeps. Remember that uh, film yeah, we watched? That uh, terrible for, for, soccer movie. Soccer yeah. movie with, uh, oh, I forget his name, Scottish. Bradley Cooper? No, it was Scottish bloke. Uh, oh, Gerard Butler. I'm Gerard Butler. I'm oh, Scottish. Um, he, uh, yeah, just watching that, you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, every film was like that. Every film had a cheeky um, male character and several... And he, he was he was usually doughy and unattractive, uh, but he got with, you know, all these brilliant, high-achieving... I think uh, Gerard Butler is generally women. considered to be attractive. He, he, that's a ba- that that's a bad example. But most of the films were like that: doughy men going out with uh, very beautiful, high achieving uh, uh, women with, with with great jobs, and, and and the roles were terrible. And, and you watch any film from like even ten years ago, and it's like Jesus. It's a bit I think much, Peter, if anyone's going to make a serious comment on the the role of doughy men in society, it should be me and not you. <laughs> I think you've I'm offensive. You, you you need to adjust your privilege there. I'm afraid. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. I am more <laughs> of a. You Ger- are getting there. I'm I'm more of a Gerard Butler, and you're just more of a butler. A tea bag. It was a tea bag. <laughs> tea bag. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, let's anyway. have a break. Um, and, and listen, let's dedicate the break to the family of the the woman who was trampled and then had her corpse thrown in the air by. Is that all right? Is this all right? <laughs> you want that? Because you want that in there? <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? I'm, I was, it's a touching tribute. What? Some adverts? We're going to advertise Manscaped or something? <laughs> like no, the, it's, the woman it's a, it's who got flung in it's the air a, with an elephant. I don't know who's sponsoring the show at the moment. Who is it? I don't know. I don't is. know. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, this could be this could backfire massively. <laughs> the other day, I said I, the other day I said something. Um, someone, load of our listeners, let us know about this. We don't have any sound in the adverts, right? So no, and that has a bit of a cop out, but we genuinely don't. No. Apart from the obvious, we only stuff. we I'm only like, find oh. we only find out when when it's gone out, and we're like, ah, oh, uh, okay, right. Because right. there was a really bad one a while back when I started going off on a rant about something. Yeah. And it was about how shit politics is at the moment and how shit broadcasters are or whatever. Yeah. And it, it literally was juxtaposed with the little A-cast, diddly diddly diddly, and then yeah. a massive Piers Morgan out, uh, advert, <laughs> which was really loud to Medi- the point where we had to investigate it and get the volume of it turned down. Media spend, baby. <laughs> you can't, oh, yeah. You can't, where's that show now? Good God, Listen, these little TV stations just come... I know it's like, obviously, bankrolled by a big company, but these fucking... They, why do they never... Why does the, 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 the fragile fucking, like, old man... Igor that thinks he's he's the one who's going to be able to make one of these TV channels, and it always yeah. kind of like backfires sometimes. It's just oh, I don't know. It's he's got but apparently his last most recent show had like seven thousand viewers. I mean, mad, isn't it? It's mad crap. Um, and, and people could could choose one or two parts when they hear an advert they don't agree with on the show. They could say that's bullshit. I fucking don't like that, and that's fair enough. Or they could say they're taking money from that and they're using it to invest it in an independent company with great young people who get paid properly and well looked after, and therefore we are ma- taking that money and making it good again. So yeah, but then they hear about what want. we're what we're spending our money on. It's bathrooms and bollocks, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think bathrooms a great example. I need a bathroom. <laughs> you know, I'm looking in the background of your fucking camera shot, mate, and there's some stuff what? you shouldn't be spending money on. There's lovely stuff. Look at this. That's a, that's a button from a Jubilee Line train. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't even know you could buy them. You could. Where'd you get it from? Uh, they were doing a sale ages ago. screwdriver on the tra- on the tube. <laughs> I knew they were decommissioning them. A copy of yeah. uh, Gabriel Knight, The Beast Within, a full motion video uh, graphic adventure. Uh, Gabriel Knight, look at him. Where shadow begins. No, where shadows I... end, the hunt begins. 
I look at his little face. We, this is a serious argument for giving the money back. PC Power says possibly the coolest character to ever appear on a PC. And where is <laughs> and where is he now? And where is the player the bloke who played Gabriel Knight, the Beast Within, which I think was the third Gabriel Knight game, I think, uh, back in the day. They were so big in a full motion video back then. Bring back that time. That's what I say. Um, we have got to do an ad break, please. All right. Um, so we'll do it, and then when we come back, we'll hopefully talk about something completely different. We love you, Piers! <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And... Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening okay. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light, you dickhead. We're back! Hope you enjoyed those ads. Hope they were, at the very least, volume uh, um, applicable to what was around the audio of the audio of the ads. We hope they were the same volume. That's right! See, look, <laughs> you know like when you used to download stuff on the internet and um, some, there'd, be, there'd be several different ways of downloading a JPEG? Um Oh, it would take you'd have a very sort of thin um, broadband uh, limit, so it would be very very slow, uh, and a picture would appear from top to bottom. It would go do 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 and and you'd be able yeah, to make it out. I that, yeah. Sometimes it would go top to bottom, but then sometimes it would go very vague, like a blobby mess. And then as the data you got more data, um, the the picture would become a little bit more clear. You can kind of see that sort of thing to the, these days, to be honest. I'm like the blobby bit, and then Luke fills in the the shadow and the lights yeah. and kind of makes a picture out of it I provide I the colour I provide the colours Luke provides the definition it wasn't worth the run up but I see where you're going I think with it, it was I think it bloody um, was 
Peter, um, have you been enjoying the performance of um, the RMT's uh, Mick Lynch over the last few days? <laughs> he's, he's been absolutely. You know, when you, there was a there was a there was a, a cow uh, loose on a on an interstate uh, recently, and the police were chasing it for miles and miles. And then this fucking cowboy just came up on a on a horse and rode side of it and just went like looplard it, lassoed it, and fucking got it under control immediately. And yeah. and that's what he's been like. Every, he just it walks is. in the fucking room. Phew, who play you? Who play you? Who play you? It's a I'll really good analogy, I'll, Pete. Where's my, next fucking, where's my next fucking appointment? And then he goes on another TV set. Where's my who next play, cow? Who play? And then he's doing it from like five in the morning to about, it was like 10.30, I think, Peston, and that probably wasn't even his last recording. He just from fucking five in the morning wins, 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 yeah. fucking tying every cunt in knots. Bang, All bang, day bang. I win. Yeah. All and, day and, I win. And, and it wasn't as if... He was just parroting, you know, like backbenchers do. They just parrot fucking party lines, and or they tweet the same fucking thing, and you can tell it's the same thing that's been uh, whipped into them uh, by by by, by what, HQ. Typing the words into the search bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just sort of you can tell it's the same because yeah. it's, it's 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 expressed in exactly the same way. He wasn't doing that. He was like reacting to what fucking bollocks, um, you know, when the when old uh, Partridge is saying about him being a, a communist or a Marxist or whatever. It's like his oh, fucking mainly. big. That's all he had. That was his gotcha, and he's like. Oh, I mean, what? Oh, and he was reacting to them, and every single time he was winning. It was fucking brilliant. It wasn't just pre-prepared statements every time. It was like, bang, fucking eat that, bang. It was brilliant. Because I, I, th- I think, can I just also, I agree with you, and I'm going to come on to why I agree with you in a minute, but can I just say before I do agree with you that that was your best analogy for ages? Like, when you start doing an analogy, yeah. my, heart, my heart just sinks. Your heart sinks, yeah. Yeah, but that and was then, fucking excellent. And then the a cowboy runs a in and, and hooplas your uh, heart. Yeah. Gets it back where think, it needs I to think, be. I think there's a couple of points that really stood out for me for Mick Lynch. And for our American listeners, Mick Lynch is ahead of a union. The, tra- the, ra- the train strikes have been happening over the last week or so because of paying conditions and modernisation of the railways. We don't have to get into detail of that because that's kind of slightly, probably largely irrelevant to what we're going to say. But yeah. um, he's basically been on there just bodying every single journalist, every single politician that's kind of stepped up against him to the point where I was saying to my mate yesterday, me, I'll be swerving it now. <laughs> oh, I, the momentum's too great. I ca- you can't hold back the tide. Like, the momentum's too great. I'll be, co- I'll be, I'll be, I'll be claiming COVID like it. But there were, doing the like older every every COVID claim. and every sort of news uh, news outlet. I think Sky tried to say that Burley had him on the ropes. Like, fucking oh, fuck bollocks! Off. That's bullshit. I think it was Burley herself who said that. She right, tried, I, mean, I understand okay, yeah. why she did it. She tried to seize the initiative with her own Twitter account. It, I mean, it, was, it was ridiculous, but she tried. I understand why she tried to do it. But I was going to say. A couple of things. One, one is, and you alluded to it a bit with the, with the talk of the backbench MPs and stuff. One is that whatever your political persuasion, like it's it's really powerful to see someone so in command of their brief, yeah, and so comfortable. Like, I think it was a James O'Brien who said that, like for him, it wasn't it wasn't how good he was; it was how good he was while performing with all the you know with all the kind of drama of a man who was just shelling peas. Like yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah. this is so easy for me. I don't even try in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it, is, this, is this literally the best you've got? Because this is like <laughs> embarrassing for you. But, and the second, the second point is that, um, and I thought this was I, maybe this is just me being a hammer and everything looks like a nail. I thought it was kind of surprising how standout his accent was, because there's just basically no one really on TV now in that capacity with a, like a regional accent. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's got like a proper like. East London Essex-ish kind of accent, right? Yeah. And and he's ve- clearly very articulate, very um, 
very clever, uh, very dexterous, and able to build an argument well. And he does it all with this kind of this kind of regional accent. And I found that tremendously powerful because you just don't really see that much now, unless it's some kind of vox pop or some kind of agitating backbench MP, maybe, but not very often. Uh, and in and in media now, it's very very rare, I think, to see people in that space speaking in that way. Well, it's, I, th- I think the London kind of accent has kind of been replaced by kind of um, it's skewed. It's, it's skewed uh, massively urban, you would say. You don't hear Cockney voices uh, on on the uh, as a London voice. So, well, the London voice is now kind of um, a bit more ki- a bit more kind of. Um, but I just think the, me- the media CP is so middle cl- slash upper middle class these days. That it's oh, just that great. and the rest of it is that. Yeah, and the rest of it is that. Yeah, shit, just yeah. great to hear a guy called Mick. Just doing bits, <laughs> just doing absolute numbers on people. Yeah, uh, and, and it's not even close. Like mm. uh, the, the, the 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 vacuity and the and the um, yeah, just the kind of surface level of those MPs is embarrassing. But it's but it's 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 like it's heartening for me though because I sort of go, look, if they can turn in that performance, I know where you're going, but no, I don't feel. No. I just think with a bit of investment, Luke, Pete Donaldson, welcome. <laughs> To a new era. In the first era half of the show, you were politics. shitting in an old lady's garden and setting yourself yeah. on fire. This <laughs> yeah. is an amazing comeback. Welcome from you. to the yeah. Welcome to, to welcome to a new era for politics. That's all I'm saying. Welcome, yeah. welcome to. I'll, and, I'll, find, I'll find a brand. I'll find a brand that, that, that new doesn't necessarily mean good. No, well, no, it never does, does. It? it never does. But you know, what's you know, I'm just thinking like there's got to be. Welcome to the well, welcome to a new era for politics. Welcome to, I just think we could get there, Luke, with a bit of money. I think you could as well. Bit of money behind us. I'll be up for it. I, I think I'll you, could a a, you could definitely do a count bin face. A count bin face. Yeah. Nah, I don't want that. I want like a proper welcome to the patriarchy, brother. I want like, everyone's <laughs> fucking. It's not. It's a new word. It's a new word. The patriarchy. And everyone's That's, nervous. It the, means everyone's nervous. Everyone's just a bit nervous. Right, what would the tag be? Goodness me! Goodness me! I haven't thought of a single policy. It's public the pooping. Public, <laughs> public pooping in the patriarchy. Peter, we've, we've been we've been wittering off well over half an hour. Sorry, we don't yeah. have to do emails, do we? We can just do them on Thursday. We'll do them on Thursday, mate, because you've got batteries yeah. and stuff to get through as well. Let's make it, we say this every time, an email and battery special. All right. Don't forget. Also, special also doesn't necessarily mean good. Yeah, that's true. Just means just means different. Um, <laughs> right. Shout out to Mick Lynch. Shout out to that elephant. Shout out to um, Pete for not wanting to speak to anyone, even when he's desperate for a poo. Welcome uh, to the petocracy. Shout out to to, to Angel who finished my bathroom and, yeah. and all that good stuff. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you on Thursday. Um, and Rory, uh, we apologise. Sorry, well, you mate. You almost certainly had this show over to someone else to edit on your yeah. behalf. It, we apologise to them as well. Yeah, sorry you got to listen to that. I'll probably put it together. <laughs> you know, it's, it's oh, will you? I'll put it together. Oh, what save, are you volunteering for extra work for? Save little Charlie. Save little Charlie's legs. He does enough work stuff. All right, cool. We'll be back on Thursday doing our thing. And we've got loads of great batteries and loads of great stories to get through too. <laughs> loads about Paul Daniels, actually. So look oh, out for that. Oh, yes, please.
Luke and Pete Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead.